Speaking of voicemail, somebody got me on the old trick the other day. You know where they're like, hello? And you start oh, talking, yeah. and they're like, oh, just playing. Bowie's <laughs> used to be that. <laughs> yes. He used to make me so mad. I believe him just hateful voicemails. <laughs> you are a jerk. <laughs> I've been talking for the last 10 seconds. That's so funny. Sorry. Hello? Hello, this is Chris Bowie. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> Leave a message. <laughs> That's I funny. hope you listen to this. Oh, it's not. Is it recording? Yep, I oh, got yeah. all this. I hope you listen to this, Chris Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Episode two, Heart and Soul Podcast. Thanks for joining in today. Uh, here in the room, we have Big Nasty. Woot, <laughs> woot. Nathan <laughs> Craig. <laughs> and uh, to my left is the President Morgan Smith. El Presidente. That's happening every episode. Ah, okay. President Smith is in the room today. Man. Hope my um, mom doesn't listen. I know. I just thought that as soon as I said it. I was like, she's going to hate that. Yeah. She shook that finger at my dad. As will Joni. Joni. I don't know, man. I think my mom is just as curious as I am to know why you're called that. At least everybody that has the last name Phillips, I think, is, is equally as interested as I am. Uh, outside the window, you can't tell my dog is totally, um, you know, taking a poo right now. That's incredible. <laughs> Oh, Rudy. Hey, so uh, real quick, just want to give a shout out to my Tigers for uh, whooping it yesterday and the Gamecocks. Gamecocks pull one out, um, fortunately for Will Muschamp. Yeah. He uh, gets another, uh, he lives for another week. He does. He does. Yeah. Good, good win, but uh, he's, he's sliding by right I now. didn't know if we were ever going to have the opportunity to celebrate both teams mm. winning on the same Saturday. At the same time. At the same time. At the same time. Yeah. Stormy revert back to a Gamecock fan now, or is she still thinking Tigers? Uh, you know, it kind of goes whether or not they're winning. Yesterday was a good day for her as a Gamecock fan. <laughs> if they're losing, she, she becomes a real good day. Fan. The Gamecocks won, the Tigers won, the yeah. Tide won. That's yeah. Right. She was, she oh, was man. Alabama looked so good. Yeah. They looked real good. Yeah. Um, so, also, we we're talking, <laughs> talking about football stuff. Um, we were, we were uh, laughing at lunch today about how many political ads oh my God. were on the episodes. Two more know. weeks. Yeah, oh my gosh, I'm so ready. And um, <clears throat> somebody smarter than me is going to piece all of these episodes, to, all of the commercials together, um, because you would watch one commercial slamming a candidate, mm-hmm. and then you would turn around and watch another one from that candidate slam, slamming his opponent, and they were both against the same thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, what are you even mad about? Like, you're, you're, you agree with your candidate on this one issue. Yeah, it get, they just slam me like... Tell us what you want to do or what you're going to do. That's my whole issue. Tell us what you stand for, yeah, just not what somebody else does. Yeah. Two more weeks. No more commercials for politics. It's going to be awesome. Thank yeah. goodness. Anyway, so on today's episode, we want to talk a little bit specifically about our training. Um, since we have never done any kind of triathlons before. And then hopefully we'll get to talk about um, all the experiences we had had with all the races uh, leading up to our Woodruff 70.3. Oh, yeah. And then we have one more race this year that Nathan is going to sign up for right now. He's going to pull his phone out. All right now. And he's going to go Soon. ahead and <laughs> sign up for it. Uh, the Daytona Challenge is another half, um, uh, I about said marathon, that's not right, a half triathlon, like half a half Ironman, full yeah. Ironman. Yep. yep. Uh, that'll be December the 5th. So, um, yep, got a text one day. Morgan said, hey, man, I'm going to do an Ironman. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do it with you. And then I started looking up what an Iron Man was. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang it. You can't unsend text messages. Nope. That's need- why you got to say no initially. No. Yeah. I didn't know, and we 
we talked about this on a podcast we were on the other week. At first, I didn't even know there was a half Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Like, I just saw a, a, a guy on YouTube again. Um, Nick Bear. Nick Bear um, doing a full Iron Man. And I was he like, just got married this weekend, by the way. He did. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations. And he released a new vlog of the wedding day, the night of the wedding. The logistics of pulling that off. Yeah. I bet his is new a, wife is not is, too pumped with Probably him. wasn't happy with that. That's a miracle to me. But anyway, Nick Bear. Yeah. I was watching his video and full Ironman, and he did it that way. He went straight into triathlon and did a full. I think he maybe did a practice half, but in terms of a real race, he he just went straight to a full. And so that's what I was going to do. And Jay very intelligently, thank goodness, said maybe we should do a half. And uh, and and we did. Um, we did it. The Woodruff seventy point three that you mentioned, but um, thank goodness that we got that under our belt. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Because that was kind of the catalyst for me. I mean, we would eat dinner, kids go to bed, and I was like, "Babe, we got. Uh, let me tell you what we're we're going what we're doing." And she's like, "What are we doing?" I was like, "We're going to do Iron Man." You know, she rolls her eyes, mm-hmm. and I just immediately got on YouTube, and I'm like, "We got to figure this out real quick." And so I, I don't think we talked about Nick Bear stuff. Mm-mm. I found those videos like immediately. Yeah, and he he does such an incredible job documenting. Like everything that he does, from mm-hmm. like all the supplement stuff to the, uh, and I think I think the uh, I think the title was something like the day I became an Iron Man. the day I became an Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm talking, man, it is so inspirational. It's yeah. crazy. Um, but so that that for me that was that was I was like, cool. I'm gonna be Nick Bear. I'm gonna do this Iron Man thing. Well, he's a monster. Oh yeah. There's nothing to even compare yourself to. It. I mean, he went from bodybuilding right like he was like a competitor yeah he was a big big guy and had to lose some weight to to be somewhat comfortable doing that but he documents everything so it's like when he buys a bike first time he ever rode a bike or learning how to run as a bodybuilder and Mm -hmm. then at the same time he does all this training stuff he also like still lifts a lot of weight yeah i mean which is encouraging because not that we're all trying to be Nick Bear, but we still do CrossFit. We still, right. I mean, some of us, Morgan and Nathan, move a lot of weight. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm just not strong. So whatever. But uh, anyway, the thing I loved about um, Nick Bear specifically is that he he was very open about the things that were great and the things that like he wished he would have done better, like his training plan and all that kind of stuff, which is what led us to uh, the training act stuff that we train with, right. Um, and I mean, outside of following somebody, uh, like that, I don't know, I don't know where we would have gotten started other than just Googling how to do your first Ironman kind of thing, which I, I did. Yeah. Thank <laughs> goodness lot. there's YouTube and all that stuff that came along and people that are willing to document all of that and kind of give you pointers because we've gone into this blind Ooh. in a lot of aspects, Yeah, absolutely. but there's a lot of things that we were able to learn and kind of get pointers from, from him and other people on on the internet so yeah and it was also funny that this happened that text happened like right before your 100 mile mm-hmm. and it's like dude get finished with your 100 mile race and we'll figure out what we're gonna <laughs> do like my let's, let's do that first <laughs> yeah yeah like quit worrying about what you're about to do and focus that you got a 30 something hour race coming yeah up. um but i mean once we once we kind of all got signed up and at least interested in it. I think the biking was the first thing that we were like, okay, well, this is something, this is something we can do and ease our way into. So I got a bike, Morgan got a bike and then Nathan got a bike. I got a bike just, just to bike with you guys at that point. I wouldn't even, uh, 
I wasn't sold yeah, on it yet. Well, yeah, I remember Nathan was like, hey, I, y'all train all you want. I'll, on bike days, I'll come ride with you. Yeah. And I remember that first day, you were, you were kind of not worried about it, but like, I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah, and you for sure. crushed that first yeah. bike ride. I yeah. mean, crushed it because it was probably a 20-ish mile bike ride, I, I would think. We went all the way up four yeah. points and kind of around and back down, and you crushed it. Yeah, so. no, I, I, it was good. It was a good experience. The uh, the other thing about that that was crazy was the um, I had had some biking experience, and so like I remember when I felt like I might have led you astray, but I was like, "This is the type of bike I'm getting. This is what we're doing." Well, we didn't we, know. <laughs> yeah, we both got road bikes. Yeah, yeah, we like went and met at the Trek store, and I was like, "This is it. I know which one I'm getting." And I was, you know, when I do something, I'm gonna do it. Oh, so man. I was like, "Here's my card. Let's go." So <laughs> I got my bike, um, and I, I bought everything, literally everything I could think of. I bought shoes, helmet like two sets of like jerseys and shorts because mm-hmm. I was like, I can't just have one. Mm-hmm. They all had to match, you know, <laughs> very specific. We got home, I clipped in, rode down my driveway up to sit going back. And I was pumped. I was like, this is great. I still had never done any kind of long distance running stuff like that. But at that time, it was more like, you know, we're just getting started. So we'll see how this stuff. When well, you were Spartan races at that point too. So. Yeah, I was doing Spartan races. But honestly, for me, the Spartan race stuff, it's in so much mud. Mm. I never focused, and I should have now after doing some, I focused more on like grip strength and like obstacles, like how to climb a rope. And I still don't know how to throw the dang spear. Of four Spartan races, I've never landed the spear. Never. But you hit them in practice. Yeah, I can stand in the backyard and hit the spear every time. I go to the race and it's like off to the right or something. (laughs) Burpees, straight burpees. (laughs) Um, But anyway, backing up a little bit. So we get the bikes and it's brand new to all of us. and uh, I don't know, there were so many funny things that happened. And you guys weren't around for one of these, but like Dylan, my nephew, signed up to do the Ironman with us originally. Mm-hmm. And we were at the end of the driveway. Dylan has never rode a bike, never clipped in, nothing. And he, I'm talking like, ate it. Mm-hmm. Like went to go put his foot down and his foot did not come off the pedals. Oh, man. And he ate it. He has a crank spur scar on his calf. Have y'all seen this? Mm-hmm. It's aggressive. That's the worst part Dude, of clipping you, into those bikes. If you have never clipped into a bike, which I had never until we just went and bought brand new bikes and cleats and all that mess, you can't get used to for a while the feeling of not being able just to take your foot off the pedal mm-hmm. and unclipping. You know, it's like clipping into skis, I guess, like when you clip in. But coming out of them, I fell so many times. One time I was with Jay and we were at the Sitco up here at Willow Creek. Um, we pulled over just to take a just a quick water break, and I couldn't get my foot out. And like I got one out, but if you don't take the other one out too, and you start leaning that way, you're gonna fall. And I was just it was cold that day, oh, God. and I just fell over. Yep. And Jay was so nice about it. <laughs> he was like, "Hey man, are you okay?" I would have been laughing my <laughs> butt off if that was one of y'all. So I was, he he handled that way better than I did. I also fell in the food line parking lot one no, time. No, you fell yeah, in two twenty one. Two twenty one. In the middle of the road. Well, that's, were, I was at, coming out onto 221, yeah. And there was a large, like, 2,500 Ram pickup truck, you know, big guy in there laughing his head off because I just laid down. Yeah, you know, everybody everybody talks about, you know, wrecking on a road bike or getting run off the road or something like this. I mean, falling, standing still, yeah, uh, yeah. the that's most how, painful thing. Yeah, knock on wood, I haven't fallen, like, at full speed yet. Mm. And I'm sure that'll happen at some point. Mine have all just been standing still, just... <laughs> All just, just trying to stop. Yeah, I'm just trying to get off my bike and rest for a second. Oh god. Yeah. The I I fell once at the 
while we were riding down and cross anchor. Oh, yeah. Oh, you and fell had, on my driveway that time. I did. Oh, yeah. I fell twice. Both of them have been like stopping. Yeah, yep. you had a camera in your back oh, pocket so of your jersey that day that you fell with me. You fell so gracefully. It was like you just said, I just want to sit down without yeah. taking my feet out of the I was, <laughs> I was more concerned with like using my knee to stop my body than landing on that camera. Yeah. I cared deeply about the camera not getting hurt. That's crazy. Oh. Also, uh, you know, you you said we'd stop for a water break. That happened so much while we when we first started training, and it, for me, it was one I loved, like not biking, like taking a break. Mm-hmm. But also, I was kind of scared to like reach down and get my water bottle. I don't know, like it oh was, yeah, like I would reach with my right arm, and all my weight would go left or something or right, whichever way. And now I'm like all over the road. There's a drone. <clears throat> we had somebody come out and do some drone shots of us one time. And if you go back and look at all the different footage he shot, you'll see me like just pedaling, and all of a sudden, I like and the whole bike goes one lane over to the left, and I'm just trying to get a water bottle. <laughs> Learning how to to drink water or, or whatever, get your water bottle out while riding, and that we had to learn to do, especially for the 70.3, learn how to eat mm. while you're riding, take a goo or a yep. cliff bar or whatever. It was real difficult, especially if you're trying to do it while you're in the arrow position down oh, on yeah. those arrow bars. Bad they're, idea. They're wobbly enough. Oh, yeah. It's real difficult. But that that was the biking side, and I feel like that was that was the first thing. Because, well, honestly, we couldn't swim. I mean, it was still pretty cold outside, and then, you know, we were like a month into all the COVID stuff, so pools were closed, you know, mm-hmm. so biking was the first thing that I think we really kind of started doing together. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wanted to run together because nobody wanted to run with Morgan. Check. <laughs> That's something I don't know if we've ever talked about, but nobody's signing up to we run We always with run by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's like, hey, let's go run today. There have been a few runs that we've ran together. Yeah, we've done together. But, like, on the two-hour Training days, I'm like, nah, I'm gonna do that on my own. <laughs> I ain't running with <laughs> nobody's running with Morgan. Um, but uh, the the funniest stories, period, are, are when we started swimming. Oh yeah, those were the those were for me. Those were the only days I was like, I'm not doing this. I can't do this. We started swimming at my, in my backyard pool, and you know, which is a, a normal in ground pool. It's like thirty six or so feet long. And when our training plan would say swim. 2,000 meters today. That would be like 200 laps or something crazy. <laughs> and so <laughs> we would have, I got would get my wife to bring uh, like raw hard noodles out there and we would lay them on the pool deck and move one as we would do lanes. And, and Dylan was swimming with us at that point and Josh Hyman was swimming with us. So we had five people. It was a people. crowded pool. It was a, it crowded was a pool. very crowded pool. And uh, we designated the right side of the pool for you and Nathan, who uh, were swimmers. <laughs> oh, no. And then Josh was kind of in the middle because Josh, secretly, he's a good swimmer. No, he's, he's a good, good. swimmer. Yeah, yeah, he's not bad at all. And then you had me and Dylan just blowing <laughs> bubbles and <laughs> try. They, 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 uh, there was a text that went out at one point about because one of those first training sessions, Dil- <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> Dylan could not swim straight at all. He almost and, hit the wall. He, he's like into the. <laughs> he's he's like in the wall, but then all of a sudden he's like over on the other wall, coming straight across. Me and Nathan are trying to swim. We're about to swim into Dylan, who's supposed to be on the other side, <laughs> other side of, of the pool. pool. And and uh, Dylan fired back on a text. He said, uh, "In quotes, he said, mind your business.' And so now I say, mind your business. I, yeah, <laughs> I say, mind your business all the time now. My daughter told." Charlie told Mason to mind his business the other day. I was like, yes, <laughs> get him, girl. <laughs> All thanks to Dylan. Yeah. yeah. But the the swim, I mean, I, and what's encouraging to me is I've 
especially after doing that last podcast, mm-hmm. those two guys that have done this stuff longer, um, Kevin and Hal. Hal, were both like, swimming is so bad. Yeah. That made me feel a little bit better because I'm by far the worst swimmer and had never done it. I, I'll never forget in your pool, first of all, once we got over how cold it was. Yeah, it was so cold because it was in like the end of April mm-hmm. yep. when we first started swimming. Yep. And we had, we are a part of the, um, triathlon tear in uh, team training act that's our plan so basically the way that works is you go in and you enter your like race dates uh, side note um i learned that you should only enter one a race date you put two in there. i've got like i had three on there i had like <laughs> three Andy, a race i had i had andy's race i had i wonder we've been dying yeah. is that the reason we went from swimming like 300 meters one week probably to like yeah. three thousand the yeah. next week <laughs> um but when we first started we were in that pool and like okay so here's here's the uh here's the workout morgan would take a piece of paper while he sits at work doing presidential things watching <laughs> and, youtube videos yeah and would basically take the whatever Traniac stuff said and dumb that down to a 36 foot pool so it literally was like the warm-ups like 50 laps or like 40 laps or something yeah and um, I'll never forget um, when we first started swimming. The first time I like pushed off the wall, I had no—I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I had no idea. Okay. How to breathe? No, I'm serious. How to take a stroke? I had no idea. I was like, at this point, I had watched YouTube stuff, and I'm watching you guys on the other side of the pool. I'm like, well, they're doing—I'm gonna do what they're doing. And Nathan's a dolphin. Yeah. And his just looked perfect. Nathan Phelps. Nathan Phelps. It looked perfect, and I'm over here like. It was so weird. Now, I don't know how to explain it. Like, when I went to turn my head for the first time to breathe and drank a quarter of your pool, like, I didn't know. I had no idea what I was I'd never done that. No it, clue. It was a, I mean, I, 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 we've had that pool. I live in my parents' house, or we bought my house from my parents. And so I've been in that pool since I was in fifth grade. And so I've swam in it a ton and played with freestyle, where you have to, you know, breathe to one side. Never but even never, done that. Never done it like that. And so even for me, um, that first time doing that was kind of figuring it out. Yeah. Um, you know, I was able to breathe to one side, but it was a big learning experience for me. By too. this point in the pool, were you like, you're going to do the Ironman thing? Because you wouldn't have been swimming. Ooh. Dude, you wouldn't have been swimming. I, yeah, didn't, sign remember, I didn't sign up until late June. Really? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was a so while you were just out heart and soul, baby. Heart and just soul. like heart. I was going to crew if anything else. You were going to bike and swim, train with us, oh, but yeah. not do that. I was never going to run. Never gonna run. <laughs> he put off running for a while, <laughs> and then I like what? Yeah, because one night I took off and ran what like three miles or something. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever ran. That's um, that's a good start. And even then, like, and it wasn't until late that I, you know, when I finally signed up, I was like, I got to do something. So, man, um, <clears throat> I remember when the the pools were, or gyms and stuff were kind of allowed to reopen. We just started calling all the different places everywhere just to see where, what, what we were going to be able to do from the swim. And I was kind of excited because I was like, at this point, I hadn't gotten any better. I couldn't really get Because, I mean, what, three, four pools, and you're at the other end of the pool, mm-hmm. in your pool? Like, yeah. I mean, couldn't really get into a rhythm. Yeah. And I was still, like, massive struggle bust. And um, I downloaded one of Traniac's things, like, Swimming for Beginners. And I text everybody one day, and I was just like, hey, we're all on different pages here. Uh, I need to go back to the basics, and he had me like in the corner, just holding on the side of the pool, kicking my feet, and like, I forgot about that, blowing mm-hmm. bubbles and turning my head to breathe. And he's like, "Don't move on to this next step unless for four minutes straight you can just keep your head in the water and turn to the side and breathe." And I couldn't do it. And I was like, "I just cannot do it." Yeah, it was so bad. Swimming was the hardest step for me for sure. Um, so 
starts to warm up. Um, do you guys remember the first brick that we did? I do. It was just me and you, wasn't it? Did yeah, you? I don't think I was there. Which one were y'all talking about? It? The first one I remember doing was just me and you, and I because we didn't have a training. We didn't oh, have training yeah. yet. I remember this. And I was, we saw Nick Bear yep. doing bricks. I was like, well, we need to do bricks. Was that the same day that you fell at Sitgo? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I think that was a different one. But we went from my house to Four Points and back on the bike, which is... 20-something miles. 20-something miles. It's like 14 to, to Four Points. And then an eight mile. Yeah, he was like, let's go run eight miles. Which was real dumb. Like, that's not the right <laughs> ratio to do for no, a brick. No, not at all. I think I, like, I actually rode with y'all that day. And I was like, y'all are crazy. Yeah. I think I made it to, from your house, maybe to Zaxby's. I think it was about Woodruff Federal. And I was like, we got to stop. <laughs> he was like, man, I, I got to breathe. And you're like, oh, it's okay. It's didn't, okay. didn't Dylan do that one with y'all? Or did, no, uh, he did, he did, he did a later oh, one. okay. But, um... But yeah, that again, like talking about firsts, you know, like you've got to get out of the water, right on a bike, off the bike, and to the run. But until you like experience how your legs feel right off a bike, starting running, it's so bad. I guess they call it brick training because your legs literally just feel like bricks. Yeah, they you feel like a like a baby giraffe trying to stand up, getting <laughs> off the bike, and trying to take off running. Legs are wobbly; they feel like they're full of concrete. Oh it's, man, that was such tough. a bad run. We always. Typically, we structure the training from my house. So yep. we'll we'll ride from my house, come back, and put our shoes on, and run from my house. And it's always for me when we do like a long bike ride and going out for the run. It was the same way on the seventy point three. Mm-hmm. Those like running from like where my truck's parked to the end of my driveway. It, mm. it feels like it's all I can do to pick my legs up. Oh I just yeah, feel like they're super heavy. Um, but it was funny because we, you know, we, we signed up for the seventy point three race, and then we started realizing that. Uh, you know, there there are other race distances that can kind of help you get to 70 miles. And so uh, we decided to do some sprints, which a sprint is, I don't know, if, is there a set sprint distance? Is it a 400 swim? I think like the standard is probably 400. We so did a little bit longer. It's like a 400 one. swim, 15 miles on the bike maybe, and then a 5K? Like a 5K. Yep. Um, so we, <clears throat> it was the 4th of July. This was like the first race. America. <laughs> I was about as nervous for that as I was the 70 miles. I don't know why. I remember we were at the beach. We had gone down yeah. to the beach and we were like, man, we need to do a we need to do a sprint. We need to do a practice. And we kind of planned it out sitting on the beach. Yeah. We we have to. Like got to. Um anyway, so we did that in town as well and um but that swim was pretty interesting that's, too. That's where I'm getting to. <laughs> so we we uh we decided I don't know who set the distances, but we did 750. Yeah. Um, on the swim, which is almost twice as far as we were supposed to go. Yeah, in the swim. <laughs> absolutely. And uh, I pulled it. Good experience. I pulled a Dylan that day, <laughs> and um, so that was that was a fun le- learning curve because when we're training in a pool, you have a little black line right underneath you, and that's you know you just watch the line and swim and you stay straight. Well, we <laughs> we got in this pool and they went. There weren't no lines. There was no lines. It was in a, like a, 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 the right distance, but they had taken the lines out. It was just a white bottom. Just a white bottom pool. Man. Straight into the white wall. Yeah. <laughs> I had the worst experience. Um, I, I would say three, 400 meters in, I'm turning from the wall, and I'm just swimming. And I, I looked up because I realized I had to start siding at some point. And I was in the far right side. Call it a lane if there were lanes. And I am almost in lane one on the far left side. Mm-hmm. Like, I was all the way over. I looked at one time, and, and you were swimming, like, 
perpendicular the pool to where we were supposed to. Total wrong like, direction. Is something wrong? Like, yeah. is he trying to get out of the pool? <laughs> what is he doing? Why is he going that way? <laughs> Why is he doing that? So, like, I like. You stood up and we're literally yeah. like, sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went back to the other side. Uh, uh, got back in my lane and swam. I was probably what, halfway through the pool. So, let's say I had another 10, 20 yards to go. I don't know where I was, but. Um, got to the wall to turn around and smacked my forehead and goggles on the wall because the wall is the same color as the floor. I didn't had no. I was totally just rattled. I, I got close to doing that. If my, if I wouldn't have been in a stroke to hit the wall, I would have smacked my face. Yeah, put and, my, and all the while Nathan old dolphin over here is just back and forth. Yeah, back and forth. Yeah, and Hyman too. Hyman did yeah. that sprint with us. Yeah. He, he's yeah. a great swimmer mm-hmm. in comparison to like me. He's a phenomenal swimmer. Yeah, he's done great. But uh that was fun and Nathan Nathan gets out of the water first on that one. And um at this point we had not done that's that's literally the first transition that yes. that any of us had ever done. Yes. So we did our best to have stuff laid out and kind of like had your little section with your bike and towels and all that stuff. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I bought I bought a uh, tri suit off of Amazon. It was like thirty dollars, and I was like, I want to do this whole thing in a tri suit. And it was supposed to be green, which would have matched my bike, mm-hmm. um, and it came in bright orange and a, and a size too small. <laughs> and I was like, the sucker was tight. The sucker was tight. I'm talking like <laughs> couldn't couldn't zip it. It was so tight. And uh, I guess you get what you pay for. But um, so how. What were y'all's thoughts at that point with the transition well, and just, everything? Yeah, you know, the first transition. I got out of the, I got out of the swim first, got over to my bike, and Dylan just proceeds to tell me how slow I'm going. On the transition? <laughs> On the transition. What a guy. Mind <laughs> your business, Dylan. Yeah. But yeah. I did get out of the bike first, but then, you know, the whole time I'm sitting there just thinking, All right, how long do I have before uh, Morgan and Jay come over my shoulder here in a minute? Because <laughs> we had when we left <clears throat> the three pines and went down the road, you had to cross Four lanes of oh, yeah. a major highway. 221. Highway 221. And oh, yeah. Nathan's on the bike first, and he's going, I'm coming down. And we were, re- I was real worried that, like, <laughs> to get hit by a car. Because it's a hill right there. Oh, you don't, yeah. Both ways. You, you don't really see cars until they're right up on you. But we eased on across and made it. But you did not. You just, what, you swam in, like, compression shorts and then went to bike shorts? I swam in tri shorts. I just, same thing. I bought, okay. I bought a little cheap pair of tri shorts off of, uh. Amazon, and then I bought a uh, July Fourth. Oh, that's Eagle right, tank top. Oh, I remember that. Did your socks have over. capes on them? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's oh, incredible. Yeah. You lost those full capes. America. I did. They got they got caught in my uh, Didn't back they get tire. Ripped off? <laughs> <laughs> back tire of my bike. Nathan was full America that day. <laughs> but you you had uh, did you have your suit in? I didn't have a suit. I had the the Roca like swim skin swim thing. Skin. So it's like a tri suit. It just doesn't have the chamois for the bike seat. So which on a sprint. I don't know. But what I did was I swam in that and then just pulled my bike shorts up over it. I was about to say, you um, kept it on the whole time, didn't you? I kept the, the swim skin on as my tri suit, pulled my bike shorts up over it to ride, and then was supposed to take the bike shorts off at the second transition. Mm-hmm. But you were ahead of me, and we were all, me and Nathan got there right at the same time trying to get through that real fast and just forgot to take my shorts off. Yep. And so I ran in those until. In a diaper. In a diaper, pretty much, because it just swells with water. <laughs> Um, you don't feel it when you're on a bike when you're sitting on it. But I got about we did a it was right out of five k for the run, mm-hmm. and I got probably two and a half miles into my five k before I was like, "What is that between <laughs> my legs and my butt? That just it feels like I'm carrying something." Oh god! Um, and remembered you were carrying all of the sweat 
that you had. Oh yeah, letting out of your. This body. is also about the time that you like just took off, right? Didn't didn't Morgan just like sprint the last? Oh, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. So I get out. I'm the last one out of the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Hyman was maybe like I beat Hyman out of the transition, but I was the last one out of the pool. And I, I flew through that first transition. Like, I, I was like, okay, I did some things correct here. But I had a tri suit on. I literally put my helmet, socks, and shoes and took off. And Dylan was like, Nathan's got like a, he's like a minute on you or something. And I was like, God. Because I was in my head, I was thinking, first of all, Nathan is a good biker. Like, mm-hmm. he, especially on a sprint distance, we had rode all that before. Yeah. And then I couldn't see you guys at all. And I was like, dang it. They got too far ahead. There's no catching up at this point. And talking about that hill, Y'all had just crossed 221 and were climbing up Waddell. Waddell, that's right. Mm-hmm. right yep. Y'all were climbing Waddell, and I was zipping down that hill, moving. And um, saw a car at the corner. had to almost lock the brakes up to stop. And then I had to start the climb from like a dead stop, and y'all were just leaving. Y'all were just going. And I was like, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Absolutely over. But <clears throat> a new bike was my my strength, so like I had to, had to catch up and pass. And the funny thing for me is I had strategy in mind of, like, I want to get ahead on the back roads to 101, and when I get to 101, I'm going to drop the hammer. And I felt like I was dropping the hammer. And I turned around at the Church of God and looked back, and y'all are right there. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> yeah, well, I felt the same way about Nathan. I was like, I'm going to get, because you got around us and got in first, and then me and Nathan were right there together, and I was like, well, I'm just going to lock in and try to stay with Jay. And Every time I looked back, Nathan's literally on my back wheel. Drafted. Drafted. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was multiple times, like, I would, we'd climb a hill. I'm like, all right, I'll pull away from him right here. And then I'd look back, and I'd see, I could literally see his shadow coming. <laughs> I'm like, go away. And so he's, we stayed right together. You were, you were probably, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds or so. Yeah, not far at all. Up, yeah, I told myself that I had, to, I had to stay with you guys on the bike to keep it anywhere close and i knew that the first half of our bike was like kind of a climb so i knew that was gonna be my hard part but i knew if i could stay with you until we got to sitco up there on 101 yeah the rest was pretty much downhill back to town yeah mm-hmm. so we, we pull into food line was the next transition area dylan was kind of there to like collect bikes and everything and uh I, again i'm thinking i'm thinking at this point how far can i go to hold morgan off that's what I'm thinking the whole time. And let's be honest, any race we've ever done, that's the only thing I care about. At some point, get out of the water, get away from Morgan. <laughs> that's the only thing I'm thinking about. And uh, I made it from Food Line to, what, like Broncos? Yeah, somewhere in there. And you just, I mean, you might as well just pat my butt as you were going by, <laughs> just zipping. Um, but that was fun, like, just to do a, a practice race. And then we ended up kind of, like, hanging out all day. And just, it was a, it was a real fun day. Um, and then Andy's race, which is a, a local race here in Greenville, is another sprint, the correct distances on that sprint. Um, but it's an organized event, and they kind of we signed up for that. They, they basically sent out some COVID-important information, but they were still going to do the race. So that was exciting to get to do like an actual organized event where you have to check in and get a, a chip and um, set up your transition area and all that kind of stuff. That was super fun. Because there's just a natural excitement and mm. kind of – adrenaline that comes with being in an actual race it's nerve-wracking regardless anytime yeah. you set up to do a race but when you get to actually go and be around a lot of other people yeah. it made it uh, 
that much more exciting for me. And Hyman did that one with us too. Oh yeah, which was super cool. But like the on a small amount of training. I was, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, really did really well for how much. That's he trained. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he, in comparison to what the amount of work he put in, like he crushed it. specifically the swim. I know we keep saying that, but like, tell us about your swim on that day. Oh, my swim was real bad. So they they were letting you go like every ten or fifteen seconds, and you went out first, Jay. And then it was kind of me, Nathan, and Hyman lined up together. And I was going to be the last one to go. I think Hyman was first, and then maybe you? I think I went first, yeah. Okay, Nathan first, and Hyman and me. And right as we're about to go, they stop and say, "There's." Uh, they didn't say this, but there was just the pool was too congested, and they wanted yeah. to let a few people get out. And so they waited like two or three minutes. And, like, you get so amped up to go and, like, dive in the pool. And I was like, all right, here we go. And he's like, all right, wait. I was like, oh, okay. So you, your you kind of heart rate kind of comes back down, and then all of a sudden we're talking, and he's like, "All right, three, two, one, go!" And I'm like, "I'm not, I'm not ready, dude. I'm not ready." You go first. So yeah, so we all jump in the pool, and I passed Josh. I knew I wasn't gonna catch Nathan. He's fine. I passed Josh and got probably two hundred meters in or so, and felt like I was a I could possibly drown. <laughs> And my heart rate got so high, and I tried to go so fast off the rip. I've since learned to slow way down on the swim. But I got so just flustered in Mm -hmm. the pool that I just had to turn and kind of side stroke for a while. And uh, Hyman caught back up to me, and we basically got out of the water at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Side note about the pool, too. You know, so far we had swam in things that – if we got tired, we could just stand up. Put your feet down. Yeah. 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 We jumped in Andy's race, and about halfway down that first lap, I was like, that bottom's a long way down there. Yeah, it's like 10 or 12 feet. <laughs> like and, a long way down And this there. was, tw- we typically swim in a 25-yard pool. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this was a 50-meter pool. Yep. Mm-hmm. So al- almost twice the distance. Over twice. Over twice yeah. the distance. Math guru over here. Um and I was like, I swam the first two laps and felt like I was good. And then the second one or the third one about halfway down, it's like, I don't know if I can make it to others. I'm about to wrap my arms around these lane dividers <laughs> and start calling for a lifeguard. Yep. But we made it. So. We made it. My swim was exactly the same way. It was horrible. But um, the it was fun to have like an organized transition section. Yeah. That was, that was a fun thing to learn because you set up everything prior to the race and then that's the hub that you go to after the swim and then also after the bike. Everything's in the same spot. And, uh, man, talk about heart rate. Like, I could not get my heart rate down on the bike mm-hmm. after the swim. That was the first. And, and that didn't happen on our practice one, even though the swim was like a longer distance. Um, I, I didn't. I never struggled with that. But it took me like the first probably two or three miles to get like comfortable on the bike with my heart rate not about to explode so much more adrenaline well and not only did i mean were we swimming kind of a longer distance at a faster pace but you had so many people in the pool with you Mm -hmm. and so it was choppy in there you had people passing you i had uh, people like smacking your feet oh yeah Mm -hmm. and like touching you and that was a whole new experience to me it just kind of gave me more anxiety so you said earlier that you had never wrecked on the bike you'd always and i got to watch my first bike wreck Going day. real fast. Yeah, so there's there's a spot in Andy's race. You come flying. It's like the fast. I would say it was the fastest. Oh, man, it's a big hill. It's a descent. You're flying downhill, and then there's a super hard right turn at the bottom of the hill. And the guy in front, I had like passed a bunch of people, and I had nobody to ride with. And this guy, like a mile before that, passed me. And I pulled a Nathan. I was like, I'm about to creep up on this dude's tire, and I'm going to ride him the rest of the way back. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what we were doing, downhill. And 
I slowed down a little bit to make that hard right turn. And that dude did not. Never touched the brakes. Never touched I mean, he may have. I don't know. But <laughs> It didn't appear that way. Yeah. I mean, he started, He. I think he put the brakes on and started like skipping and like on one of those little hops as he was trying to turn. The tires dug in and he just ate it, like flipped over the bike. Um, his whole like tri-suit sleeve ripped and like flipped over into the trees. I did not stop. I just took off. <laughs> yeah. There was like police and stuff coming. Yeah, there down. were people yeah. and stuff coming to check on him. But I was like, oh my god! I li- I like I think I might have like prayed for him. Oh yeah. Specifically, I thought I was like he's dead. Like he broke something. And then how long was that? Twenty miles? Fifteen miles? It was like miles. fifteen. Yeah, right. Yeah. 15. So about mile fourteen and a half, I heard like a, I heard like a you know when you let off the. You don't pedal and you hear that noise mm-hmm. or whatever. I turned around and looked, and it was that dude. Like, he caught back he's up. He caught back up. Yeah. And he, we rode in together, transition, and uh, started the bike. I started the run and everything. But, like, that race just in general was, um, it was just a good experience kind of preparing for the, the, the Ironman, which we'll, we'll use the rest of the time talking about. But we shortly after that, uh, we got that email that said, Hey, Augusta, Ironman competitors, mm-hmm. the race is canceled. Yeah. And uh, we had we had kind of been prepping for that, just talking kind of in the background. If this thing gets canceled, what are we going to do? So we knew what we were going to do. We were still going to do it. Yeah, uh, that was not an option. Um, so we just began uh, getting a course together and all different runs and swim options, and um, did it here in town. So Morgan, talk through um, kind of leading up the day or two before that race, and then we'll just discuss all of our fun things from that race, and we'll wrap it up. Before the actual seventy point three, mm-hmm. yeah. So we we kind of got our plan together um, and decided on our the bike route was the the biggest question, and we landed on that kind of that week. And um, the night before, Jay, thank goodness, really just for me, I believe, printed <laughs> a bunch of directional signs. I am awful with directions. Nathan is a map quest in his oh, brain yeah. and can get you anywhere, and I'm, I'm terrible. So Jay printed signs. And we went to put out signs. Um, all over the bike course, rode in Jay's truck the whole way. Um, it was 56 miles. And uh, we got to a road called Chicken Foot, and which was the, really the only road that we had not ridden. The in tra- only in tra- one in training. before, yeah. Yeah, we'd ridden the whole other bike course during training. And we hit that and got to the bottom, and I, I was in the back seat, and I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> this is going to be a climb. And Jay's truck, like, downshifted a gear and like was revving i was like man this is gonna be tough so um it kind of went out of my mind until race day but it was tough so we we got all our stuff together and kind of mentally preparing for that um that night and then uh we all gathered up that morning ready to go do a triathlon yeah how did you feel race morning just real quick pre-race day day before oh yeah swim we uh we went to check out the place we were going to swim oh yeah you know and um, we hadn't been there but Kind of knew what it was like, uh, mapped out distance-wise, got in the water, and it was super cold. Oh, yeah. And we couldn't see, and we swam, what, a couple hundred meters? We swam probably 400. Yeah, 200 across, 200 back. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I bought a tri-suit, you know, I was going to test it out, got in that water, my heart rate got super jacked, it was cold, I couldn't see anything, you know, I was learning how to sight and, and not in a pool. Um, so I had I had a mild panic attack the day before the race. And then even that night, like I remember laying in bed thinking, man, what, what if I get in the water tomorrow and I can't do this? You're thinking, dang it. <laughs> I mean, all, you know, all of a sudden this thing that's been my strength, swimming, I'm like, 
I, I'm not sure I can make those laps because we were swimming like a triangle, like two laps. So we waited. We've talked about dumb things that we've done is learning to be triathletes. We waited until the day before our 70.3 race. Jay had done a small swim, but Nathan and I waited until the day before our 70.3 race to get in a pond or lake or something to swim open water. Mm-hmm. Our only training other than that had been done in a pool. So that day before was a complete learning experience to us on how to swim and dark water you can't see a lane and having to sight and touching seaweed and other little things <laughs> that you know, seaweed pond pond muck pine weed <laughs> pond weed whatever it is but it, that was a big learning experience turned out to be completely fine the swim yeah. on race day went very smooth yeah for all of us but that was a big big learning nathan was so nervous about the swim why don't you tell us who got out of the water first on that swim well that'd be mr morgan over yeah. there and why was that I mean, I'm not saying it was, but it definitely had something to do with the wetsuit. <laughs> yeah, Jay and I decided to buy wetsuits the day before, which would have been legal in an actual race, yep. so we didn't break any rules, but they help you float. Yeah, well, yeah we- so we've been swimming this whole time at sports <laughs> club, you know, and generally, unless we're um, snorkel band pulling, I'm, yep. I'm the fastest swimmer. Morgan's a much faster snorkel band puller than me, which if you don't understand, you got paddles, you snorkel. And, and, snorkel band and he doesn't use a snorkel most of the time. No, he doesn't. Yeah. So anyways, the day, you know, was it like Thursday before the race? These jokers show up in full-blown wetsuits. Yeah. And like all of a sudden. I was so pumped to wear that in that pool too. <laughs> yeah, we, we walk into sports club <laughs> We look club real now. weird, yeah. but I was pumped. Yeah. And like all Batman. of a sudden, uh, they're both faster than me at swimming. And I'm like, what in the world? Nathan looked so confused. <laughs> I was like, we can finally float. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was awesome. I still sucked at swimming that day, but I survived. That was great. Nathan was the only real man out of all of it. I mean, oh, he yeah. swam, no shirt, mm, short in that cold water. Yep. I mean, crushed you, it. you bra- and crushed it. Brave that. I mean, that was awesome. Yep. So then we hop on the bike, and one of the first fails of the whole race, period, was um, I started the uh, Strava map at the exit of the facility that we were swimming in not where we get out of the water and there was a good half mile climb from t1 uphill to the top of the road and talk about your heart rate being high oh man my heart rate my heart rate was already jacked um and then oh man i i was i was freaking out because similar to all the other races i'm the last one out of the water and for me it's just like a it's like some kind of game to figure out at what point can I catch everybody. And I barely saw Nathan probably about five miles in. Barely. Like you looked like a like a small little dot in the distance. And Morgan was not even I was like, We're done. Like we're we can't we're out here or whatever. But anyway, the uh the bike was interesting. I would say just overall it was we had done we had done that distance. Correct, and yeah, green, green pond a couple times. I think twice. We'd rode at least, at least 50 miles several times going kind of back and forth to Lake Greenwood. Did we not do a 58 around Greenwood? Or we did a 58 one time. Yeah, it was just over the distance. Um, I looked back at that the other day, and I'm pretty sure we did a 2,858 mile somewhere in Greenwood, which our elevation-wise would have been spot on to what we did. Um, <clears throat> but the thing that like was different, I was nervous about, was we were stopping a lot on some of those rides Mm -hmm. to take a break, to let everybody catch up, to take snacks, drink, whatever. And, you know, the goal on race day is, you know, I'm, I'm not stopping. Like once we start, I'm not stopping. Um, but I also had never rode that distance in a tri suit versus like really nice biking shorts. So I was, I was a much smaller chamois and trash shorts or, and 
like the week right before the taper, we did a long ride, and on that Sunday, remember that Sunday ride we did. Mm-hmm. And there's a thing with biking that if your saddle is not correct, it'll make your crotch go numb. <laughs> uh, there's a very specific name for that that I will not share on this podcast, but I was experiencing that. And I was like, man, that's with nice bike shorts with this thin chamois tri-suit. I'm going to have numb crotch before I get out of Woodruff. <laughs> <laughs> and this is going to be a life-ending injury is what this is going to be. I was super, life-ending. <laughs> I was super nervous about it. I really was. But um, anyway, the bike the bike was tough. I mean, I think that I think for um, for what we were kind of dealing with that day. I mean, looking back, I would not do chicken foot, obviously, but it was never again. It, it was like a pretty good course, I thought. Yeah, uh, I think overall, chicken foot, yeah. The on, the only not complaint is we've done those elevations a bunch, but we had never done like that drastic oh, of yeah. changes. The elevation that we'd done. That much of in the prior training weeks was gradual yep. changes, mainly kind of going back and forth to Greenwood. But that was those were drastic and just kind of hurt my legs. You know, kind oh, of learn yeah, about that sure. later um, more than I had expected. Yep. And so we we come back from transitions. I got back first. Um, same thing. I'm thinking, where the heck is Morgan? Like, just knew, just waiting on it. At this point, I was like, because we we did like a kind of a turnaround spot on. Um, 146. So I had like a... I've had, never been so happy to see that turnaround. So. <laughs> I, I never thought I was going to get there. I was like, I thought I'd missed it. Like I was about to just turn around and be like, I'm surely I've gone too far here. But anyway, I started the run. Um, I felt pretty good when I got off the bike. I didn't feel... I know you guys experienced a lot of cramping. I didn't feel any of that off the bike. And um, I just... I started the run way too fast. Like I looked down... When I, when I was in front of First Baptist, I was running like high sevens. I was like, what am I doing? So I slowed down a little bit and um, got into probably about uh, the, the downhill part past that CVS, coming down 101. Mm-hmm. And I started feeling really good. And I was like, all right, I'm settling into a pace. Felt great. Probably a quarter of a mile after that, that's when the cramping hit me. And it was in my quads. Was it in your quad? It was in my quads, yeah. yeah. Um, but... It's one of the things we've been joking about lately is like, how do we prevent that? And I don't know. That's just something we, I felt like I did a really good job the week before hydration wise. Some of that for me, I think is just, this the nature of the beast. I mean, you're doing so much physical activity that day. That's just something that you're going to, you're, you're probably going to experience that to some degree, but you Morgan had a, you had a tough time with that. I had a real tough time. That's like Jay's plan is to get ahead on the bike and then try to stay ahead. My plan is to not let him get ahead because he's going to pass me regardless, but stay as close to him as I can on the bike and then try to catch him on the run. And that was, he was further ahead of me than I wanted him to be coming off the bike. Um, Cause I could see you coming out of my driveway as I was kind of coming around the corner out there at the mortuary. Um, so I knew that would put you several minutes ahead of me. Um, but and you're thinking easy. Well, easy, no, not buzzer. easy, Boat. but I thought, I said, well, I'm going to go can, rope him in real quick. I said, I, I, I thought I, I would be able to get close enough. My legs were hurting pretty bad. I had not started, started cramping at all yet, but I got off the bike and ate a few things real quick, took a swallow of Gatorade, put my shoes on, grabbed a banana and took off down the driveway and, and felt pretty good. It was kind of that normal feeling of my legs just feel heavy, but that'll go away. Yeah. And First Bad, Woodruff First Baptist Church is exactly a half a mile from my house. And at Woodruff First Baptist, I started just, lock, my quad started locking up to the point where I, I couldn't hardly walk. Um, and that just kind of continued. The, 
the whole time for me. It eased off just a little bit in terms of how often I would cramp. I'd cramp locked down to where I'd have to squat down, stretch my legs, and then it, you know, two minutes down the road, it'd start cramping again. And that eased off to more time between them, but it never stopped for me. And it just, I couldn't, couldn't catch up, but, um, it definitely was a big learning experience. I don't, looking back on it now, I felt like I hydrated pretty well, but I obviously didn't, um, getting, getting ready for it because you lose, I'm a, we talked about this in another podcast too. I'm a very heavy, salty sweater. I mean, you, y'all have seen the races that I've done and, and what my shirts and suits and stuff look like when I get done. And, I just didn't replenish that like I needed to, or put that in pre-race like I needed to. So, so you, you had Nathan, you had that happened on the bike for you, correct? Yeah. So mile thirty-five, forty um, down there, actually climbing Price House. It's mm, so not a good spot. Yeah, no, no, right at uh, Josh Taylor's house. Um, I started, you know, dug in to start climbing that hill, and my, my right quad locked. And then when I went to my left, it locked up too. And so mm. from that point, I probably went five or six miles an hour up that hill at Price House. And then from that point, I just could not. Anytime I tried to push real hard or pedal real fast, it was just, you know, immediate locking of the quads. And so I cruised. I felt really good up until that point about my bike pace. Um, but for the last 15 or so miles, just had to go, you know, below pace, essentially yeah. what I wanted to do. So, But then when you got to the run, were you able to – so I, when I got to the run, got off the bike, there's a, there's a clip, I think Dylan or Howley won, got it on video, where I'm like hobbling. I mean, I can't even, yeah. I can't even extend my legs. I didn't over. know you were cramping like that until uh, I saw the video. And so I sat down, ate something, um, and I'll be honest with you, when I started cramping at mile 40, about two miles after that, I was like, man, if I get back to Morgan's house, I ain't running. I'm done. You know, <laughs> yeah, and that's how good. bad my legs were hurting. And so when I got to Morgan's house, um, I think I grabbed a banana and a Gatorade, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to walk. I'll just see how far I can go. And I, I got to uh, Demeter's, a little over a mile, and I was like, all right, jog. And so from that point, I jogged minute, minute and a half, and then they would lock, and I'd walk. And then minute, minute and a half, and they'd lock, and I walked. And so <sighs> for two and a half hours, that's, that's what I did. I'm so glad we got a lot of that on video because <laughs> nobody would ever have gotten to experience anybody's, like, torture yeah. unless oh, yeah. you go back and watch the footage. It was just – it. In comparison to people have asked me how it compared to my other races, um, the ultras that I've done, this was far more painful. The other ones are just kind of time under strain. Mm-hmm. This was just a shorter period of time because it was what six six to seven hours for all three of us to to finish, and um, it, it was painful, really, really bad, especially on that run. So, how mentally? How did this compare to? I haven't asked you this yet. 100 miles versus a 70-mile Ironman. Um, I'll, I'll say physically this was worse. Okay. Mentally, it wasn't as bad as the, the other races um, just because you get to a point when you're out there for 30-something hours to where it's completely mental. I mean, you can your body hurts, but it's, you, it's telling you, hey, you just need to stop. Just call mm-hmm. somebody to come pick you up. You know, um, This was not as mentally tough. I mean, there was there was several points on the run where I had to tell myself, like, hey, Keep pushing, keep pushing. Yeah. It, you know, it'll be over. It's you're 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 in pain for two hours, and then you know, that's two hours of your life. You'll you'll be fine. Um, so I'm, I'm I did make it through. That's awesome. Okay, well we've got one more race coming up on December the fifth in Daytona. Can't wait to tell you all about that race in the next coming weeks. Uh, pumped about the episodes we got coming up. The ladies are going to be on. Uh, we've got a special guest coming in in two weeks, so very excited about that. You guys stay tuned and keep listening. Thanks for joining the Heart and Soul podcast. Thanks. <laughs>